Uh, what's up? What's up? Not much. Just got home. Yeah? Yeah. Just got some sick pants. Uh, oh, hey, by the time this episode comes out, the new Pokemon games will be out. So, Morg, tell us your first, tell us how, tell us how the, the new Pokemon game is. Oh, for everyone listening uh, on sh- shit, it's, it's great. I, okay. I love to play, it's, I've been playing it so much. Um, I've been hearing some reports that Game Freak lied. See, yeah. Can you confirm nor deny? Um, no, see, I think the hashtag is Game Game Freaklade, which I think okay. is a new company. Um, okay. I think it's a spinoff of Game Freak. Um, that's what I've been interpreting. And I guess, like, some of their, like, stuff is wonky and it looks a lot like Pokemon. That's all I got. Gotcha. Okay. So that's... Okay, I think I get you now. But so Pokemon... So Pokemon... So Pokemon Dog and Pokemon Other Dog, is they're good games? Yes. I just... I'm... I am not one of the people who is just fucking throwing a shit fit about the the entire thing. No. Those legendaries are not good. They're not they're not the best. I like a lot Rather I've been It's not that they're not good, it's that like they are I have never seen two legendaries look so identical. They look similar, yeah. No, but like I Like especially like maybe maybe I mean like you can look at like the what is it, the uh the three like the, the genie Pokemon that I can't remember what their names the are. The ones that the ones that uh Stephanie hates. Yeah, the ones that Steph and Matt hate. Um, like those do look kind of similar, but like for the, like the the Pokemon that go, the the box are the box cover legendaries and having them look that similar, it's just a weird call. Yeah, I would think they would maybe pick like a different animal for them. Like they can still have like the shield chest and the sword and mouth or whatever. Um, this this was the perfect time for Game Freak to give us a real fucking tiger. I know Raikou's a tiger. Don't fucking at me. Raikou is a saber-toothed tiger, which is a very specific and extinct type of tiger. I'm talking a Bengal tiger. I am talking a... I forgot the other type of tigers. I want some. I want a motherfucker with four paws, a three-face, and some stripes. That'd be pretty I guess gr- I guess Arcanine is kind of that. Arcanine's like, a, like dog, a cat, though. Yeah, I, I googled I googled Tiger Pokemon the other day, and the second result was after Raikou was Arcanine. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, to part the kimono a little bit, the game is actually coming out midnight tonight. Uh-huh. Uh And I've been actually like avoiding a lot of the Pokemon because I didn't avoid Sun and Moon uh, at all. Like I fucking absorbed everything I could about them. So I was like, maybe I'll try it this way. So and I've done like a decent job. I know what like the three starters final evolution looks like and stuff now. But like, that's about it. Um, I mean, since it's out. Yeah. And I know there's some fun other like a couple like rando things but like yeah i mean there's i don't know i am excited but i understand some of the complaints i just don't understand the shit like shit that people are throwing it's like dude there's there's a lot to come like there's stuff to complain about with a big like game company but like not having the full decks or like not you know what was it having like 
seeing leaks and like being mad about the shadows is not one of them you know <laughs> yeah it's just silly i don't know i'm sure like i feel like i could talk more about that but like that's pokemon's not horror Pokemon, if you ask me, the real horror is every Pokemon nerd being mad online this week. Oh, shit! Ha 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 title everyone it's your number one i'm not doing a superlative this week because i don't want to spoil anything podcast uh i'm sarah and joining me this week is friend of the pod friend of the network friend of the me for over a decade like yeah we, we met we met in 2006 so god like i've known you for 13 years jesus christ friend of the me morg is here hello i'm morg morg t- Introduce yourself a little bit. Tell us what your history with horror is and such and such. Well, my cat just attacked my hand, so that was okay. horrible. That was horrible. Gizmo is Gizmo. Gizmo demands his time in this. Gizmo demands his time in the limelight. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I'm Morg Morgan. I fucking. Um, I. I feel like I've seen a lot of movies that I'm not sure are horror. Like. I was just talking to you earlier that I was like, is Paprika horror? And then I'm like, thinking back, I'm like, oh yeah, it's scary. And like, obviously you've done it for this podcast. There's Yeah, like... I mean, there there were there were discussions on that episode about whether or not that movie actually did qualify as a horror movie. Yeah. I, I and if I remember, if I remember correctly, I was, I said yes, but Blair said that it was, it, it had horror elements, but was not itself a horror movie. And we agreed to disagree, and that's why Blair's off the podcast now. Damn. <laughs> no, but there's, like, I've seen, like, a lot of, like, animated stuff like that. You know, you know, I've uh-huh. seen Paprika. Ups- up stuff that's, like, disturbing, but not not exactly what you might call, depending on, like, what you would call a horror movie. Like, for example, like, the, uh, the, the, that one ghost in Spirited Away always scared me as a kid. I thought yeah. the... the I thought that ghost was really scary, but Spirited Away is very much not a horror movie. It's 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 weird to de- it's it's a weird thing to define. But go on. Yeah, um, like I've def and I feel like it's been a while since I've like really watched a bunch. But like I've seen like The Ring. I've seen uh, you know The Shining. I've seen you know like um, I I I definitely saw horror more when I was younger. Like I watched like two or three of the paranormal activities and stuff like that because i had i had uh like one of my friends in high school was like extremely into horror and i just like went along for the ride so Mm -hmm. um yeah um so before we get into this episode proper i am just gonna go ahead and say that this i'm gonna put a big spoiler warning on this and i'm i implore you if you have not seen parasite 
Put this episode on delay. Wait until you have seen this movie. Like I, before we even start the discussions, I'm putting this here because I, I went into this movie almost completely like almost completely in the dark. Aside from uh, the, what I had seen in like a trailer, and I was completely knocked on my ass. And I think it is probably a a movie that is best experienced from being in the dark. Yeah, like I'm not. I mean, despite what I was talking about with Pokemon earlier. I'm not someone who cares that much about spoilers, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree. Like, if you can see it, like, do. I mean, if you can't, obviously, like, we're gonna still go over it. But, like, it's... I... Def- <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, it's... I didn't even know with the trailer. Like, I didn't know anything. You were just like, hey, you want to see a movie? And I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and I fucking loved it. But. Yeah. Um. So, before we do that, though, we have to go to upcominghorrormovies.com, a website that has had broken image links for the last the last four times I've checked it, and it continues to have broken, broken image links everywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's being... I have no idea if that's on me or if it's just, like... Oh, what is I think it's just because I have my ad blocker on, and my ad blocker is catching the images and saying bad. <laughs> but anyways, I digress. Uh, there is nothing too much what? I'm looking at here that's interesting, except for a movie called Do Not Reply, which I'm really curious what the hell that's about. Oh, okay. Uh, You're cutting out a here, here you go. Here's here's a plot. Here's a plot pitch for you. Chelsea, a teenager, is abducted through a social media app by Brad and is held captive with other girls who are to become victims in his virtual reality filmed murders. I hate that. Yeah, me too. I hate that so much. Okay. This is a bit of a de- this is definitely a bit of a dead zone for upcominghorrormovies.com. I feel like there's not too I I, don't, I feel like there's not too much in the way of horror movies. That's remotely, that's relatively promising on the horizon. This just kind of feels like a shunting of things before the year comes to a close. Yeah. But I digress. I, you want to talk about fucking Parasite? Yeah. So, um, I'm going to do, I'm going to run this more like, uh, uh, an episode of the on screens would be where I give just like a pretty brief synopsis of the plot and then we can just talk about the shit that we liked about it. Oh, okay. Um, I, because it's so recent, or that, and also I just kind of like I I did not get a chance to take notes on this movie, so I do right. not have as as solid a concept of uh, the exact like timeline of events. So I'm just going to try and just give a quick rundown of what happened, and then we can talk about a lot of the stuff that we liked, which was a lot. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I um. Yeah, I don't have notes for this either. Usually I take, like, if I'm on, like, podcasts like this, I usually take a lot of notes, but mm-hmm. not this time. <laughs> yep. So the the movie is about a family. Uh, Kim Kite- Kim Kitek, uh, his wife Chung-suk, his son Ki-woo, and daughter Ki-jong, uh, they, live in a, they live in a fucking shithole. Uh, Ki-woo's friend Min-hyuk is like, hey, do this job, it's well-paying, and so... Uh, Kiwu poses as a university, pretends to be a university student to be an English tutor for a very wealthy family, the Park family. 
uh, eventually or slowly, well, not really slowly, pretty quickly, the uh, the rest of the the, the rest of the Kims uh, the rest of the Kims wor- work their way into being employed by the Park family, uh, all obviously under pseudonyms. Uh, uh, Kim is pretending to be an art therapist and just making up bullshit, and is ex- extremely funny. It's so um, good. Chung Suk is the housekeeper after they uh, faked uh, after they faked it so that the for, the old housekeeper uh, uh, Moon Guang uh, they made it look like she had tuberculosis and uh, Kim Kitek is the limo driver because they framed the old limo driver as having big nasty sex in the car. <laughs> uh, the parks go on a camping trip. The Kims occupy the mansion and are just like living, living, living big, dick, living long dick style. Uh, but then uh, the housekeeper Moon Guang shows back up and is like, "Hey, I forgot something in the basement. Can I come in?" And they're like, "I guess." And then they go into the basement. They find that there is a secret sub basement where uh, uh, Moon Guang's husband. He, uh, um. Oh my God! What the hell's his name? Uh, duh. It's Gisa. Gunsei. 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 Yeah. Uh. So they go into the basement. They find Moon Guang's husband, uh, Gunsei, and they they they're basically like the entire gimmick of the of the of the Kims is revealed, or the entire the entire secret of the Kims is revealed. And there's a huge scuffle over this because the parks are coming home because of the weather. Um, they give they kick her ass down the stairs, and uh, she gets a she has she suffers a fatal concussion. Uh, Gunsai is just being stashed down there, uh, and then the next day there's a big old birthday party, and shit breaks bad after Gunsai manages to free himself from his. Uh, uh, his fucking, his fucking bondages and gets out of the basement. Um, clobbers, clobbers, uh, Kiwu, uh, with a rock. Uh, and then, uh, he fucking stabs. Who does he stab? He stabs. He stabs the, the, the sister, the, um, Kijong, right? Uh yes, he just he just stabs Kijong in the in the chest, um, and then everything breaks bad. The uh Kim uh Kim Ki no fucking Kim Ki uh stabs Mr. Park the big wealthy man in the and kills his ass. Um, then he just kind of disappears into what's really he just kind of disappears into the aether. Uh, a couple months later, uh, Kiwu is just kind of like chilling outside the uh, the part the old park house, which has been sold, and he notices a Morse code coming from one of the lights, which he knows is controlled by the, in the basement, and he decodes a Morse message from his father saying, "Hey, I'm down here, kind of sucks." And Kiwu, and the movie ends with a letter from Kiwu that's uh, uh, that's that where in which he vows to earn enough money one day to buy the mansion and free his dad. Yeah. <sighs> that end there got a little cause like uh the geese I'm gonna fuck on. Geese Gunsei. 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 Oh my god. I'm gonna like fuck this up so bad. Um I could do it like if you if we had done this like maybe the day after the movie, I probably would have done it. Like alright. Um 
But, uh, yeah, he was killed, too. Did you say that part? He was, like, killed. What's that? Gunsai? Yeah, he was killed because he killed the daughter, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, Chung Chung Sook, the mother kills uh, kills Gunsei, uh, and then uh, uh, Kitai kills Mr. Park um, because Mr. Park uh, smells a like a homeless smell, a poor smell on the on the on the corpse of Gunsei as he moves his corpse to pick up uh, his keys, and uh, Kim uh, and Kitai just goes fucking apeshit, and it's good. It's good. It sounds bad, but if you watch it, it's good. Yeah. It like so, it builds up to that. Like it's really yeah. interesting. Let's talk some shop about this movie. So the thing is, the reason that you brought the uh, I w- I originally wasn't thinking about doing this movie, but you pitched it to me as though because it had been sort of advertised as a horror movie, which I hadn't really thought about, but it absolutely had. The the ad campaign definitely was a miscon was misconceived like supposed to provide a misconception of of th- this being a horror movie and I don't uh, and it it wasn't it was a drama comedy it was a dramedy yeah it it's it was kind of pitched that way and like one of the first articles I like looked up after the movie it was like want to see a smart horror movie for this Halloween or something because it was we watched it on Halloween. So it was what we didn't watch it on. Ho- Did we watch it on Halloween? Yeah. What the fuck? We watched that movie on Halloween. Yeah. What in the hell? Yeah, that's why that. I was in the Charmander onesie. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's weird to think about. Anyways, continue. No, it's just it was like I didn't know what to expect. I was like, you know, I since I literally knew nothing, I was like, you know, prepare. I was like, am I gonna be jump scared? Blah blah blah. Because I didn't know shit. Uh-huh. And, like, I, you know, I like horror movies, but, like, if I can, you know, I have to prepare myself for, like, jump scare stuff because I'm just an anxious baby. But, uh, it, there was nothing. Like, there was none. And, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. Like, but it, there wasn't the scariest, like... The scariest thing about it, like, other than, I mean, the only thing that, sorry, I'm having a lot of trouble putting this in the words, but, like, there were, like, weird things that happened that could be, like, like, the fact that, like, that guy lived in the basement was kind of, like, odd, and, like, that was, I was like, okay, I guess that could be a horror element. spooky. Is spooky, like, this dude just creeps around in the basement. Like, that's, uh, you know. And then, like, the killing. Like, okay, yeah, some murder happens, so, like, but there's, there's like, a reason for it. And everything that leads up to it is, it's, it's not, like, a, like, the, I, the actual scariest thing is, like, the fucking, like, not to be cheesy, but, like, the, the scariest thing was, like, the, the, capitalism it was the fucking class difference between the families yeah like like... the scariest thing was like how fucking stark it was like it 
you know, like it starts. Yeah, I, I think I think this is this is this is probably best illustrated by the this the the scene uh, in like the, the the like launches that lurches us into the third act, which is when the like the massive downpour of rain starts. The parks are coming home. The Kims have to like struggle, have to like race to get all the shit cleaned up so that they don't get caught as just like lat fucking around in their kitchen, uh, in their home, and. Then the, they return to their own home, and it has just been flooded, like just absolutely flooded, like it is chest high water. And yeah, like I think the the the, the illustration there of like the the fact that the rich, the worst thing that happens to the rich in the poor in the rain is that they have to cancel their camping trip. But the you know the poor just fucking lose everything. Yeah, like so to give maybe a little context, the 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 main families like house is kind of is kind of underground it's kind of like below ground level and so yeah, like yeah. It, all the like... water just kind of like from the rain like it sets up like oh it's raining a lot oh that's so you know annoying for this park family and it was annoying yeah. and then don't it close was... the windows we'll get a <laughs> one of my favorite scenes in the movie which was also foreshadowing for this was when they uh they they see like uh, an exterminator coming by to just like spray the streets with uh, with insecticide, and they're and they're like, don't close the and uh, the dad is like, hey, don't close the windows. We get a free uh, we get a free fumigation, and then like ten seconds after they spray, like they're just all fucking running out of the room because they can't breathe. Yeah, like, and it was because they're like below the ground, and like the windows stay open while they're at the parks, like big house so mm-hmm. all the water just fucking gets into it and like uh-huh. it's disgu- like it's disgusting like the toilet is fucking exploding, exploding out of the and I'm like Jesus like yeah. there's you know I mean Wikipedia yeah Wikipedia calls it a small semi-basement apartment that's a good way mm. of describing it yeah and um but like yeah before like it's just it's like very interesting also like just how it all sets up from like the family like t- you know takes over the the jobs at the the parks place by like doing schemes and it's like very funny actually and like it's very much like a dark comedy it starts off as like being like way funnier than I was expecting. Yeah, this movie this movie is really like rip roaring hilarious for like the first like the last ten the last like fifteen minutes are no are without jokes. Maybe the last twenty minutes I wasn't keeping a timer or anything. But the movie is really, really funny up until the up until the point where it's not anymore. Yeah. Like even like things like the fucking shit that uh ki jong was like making up to be the art uh oh yeah that was hilarious i was where she's like i was this like, is the what did she say this is like the pervert corner of the art yeah like i was like what the fu-? at first i was like what because she was like saying some like dumb mental illness stuff but then i was like oh she's just talking out of her ass yep. and it was just like very like and it worked like yeah she's a good actor like i mean obviously the the actor herself is good but i meant like the character 
He's a yeah, good actor. yeah, yeah. And the she also she also spawned the the, the which is which I have been which I have like real which I have seen is apparently like the meme of this movie, which is her Jessica song. I don't. I I didn't even like. When you, you don't know what I'm talking about when I say the Jessica like the part where she like before she shows up at the park's house for the first time where she stops Kiwu and is like Jessica da, 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 and just like keeping a bit of a patter with it. Oh, because she's trying to remember like what the what it is like what yeah okay yes the Jessica song. When you said the Jessica song in the tweet, I was like, what the fuck is the Jessica song? <laughs> I know I knew that her. I knew that was her, like, fake name, but, um, yeah, and, oh my god, like, there's just, there's so many, like, and then, like, she's just, like, she's so fucking smart, like, with her, like, weird fucking art editing skills, and then, like, she put her, like, underwear in the car to make the, the car driver, like, seem like a perv- and get mm-hmm. fired so her dad could be put into place and I was I was kind of surprised that the driver didn't come back up in in the in the mix of things. No, yeah, I kind of I didn't I mean I didn't at first think he would, but the fact that uh the uh, housekeeper Moon, Moon Guang. Yeah, the fact that Moon Guang came back up and like uh Yeah, they like like they got oh yeah they got the the housekeeper Moon Guang out so that like the mom could come in by like pretending like making her peach allergy like react and they like made it look like she had tuberculosis tuberculosis but yeah I didn't I didn't like she came back so I thought the driver might come back or something yeah. or like I thought maybe um Kiwoo's friend would come back he didn't come back at all either Mm-hmm. But he didn't need to. I just thought he yeah. might. I think, I think an interesting thing about the whole Gunsei thing, where the guy living under the house is just like, I mean, I I didn't really understand it until I read it until I read it somewhere. But like my brain, like it's the most obvious shit in the world that like the you know the 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 the, the like fucking the poor man just literally living directly under the rich man. Yeah. Yeah, and then and also like, the, like poor, the poor man is the poor man is shown as being like smarter and like more wily and like like just like he is shown to be extremely he is shown to be really competent at living down there and using Morse code. Yeah. And Mr. Park is just like not like there are moments where you think Mr. Park might actually be smart. Because like you, there's a moment that, that I that, that's like really sticking out in my head when he first finds the underwear and is discussing the the underwear that incriminates his driver and is talking about it with his wife. There was a moment where I thought he was gonna like, hmm, this seems weird though. Why did he put it here? Oh, it must just be because he was really really horny. Yeah, and then they fucking ugh, the fact the underwear comes back up again. Yeah, she the wife wears those. <laughs> Oh Ugh. my god, the wife was so fucking funny. Like, and yeah, just... I love, I love, I genuinely loved the wife in this movie. She was just so weird. I was like, why is she like half asleep all the time? And then like later, you find out she's just like a fucking like on drugs. But like, it's <laughs> she just has like the weirdest. 
like line like the not the weirdest line but she has like the weirdest like thoughts and she's just like very easy to like con you know like yeah she she's she like she doesn't seem like well i wasn't gonna say she doesn't seem stupid but she does kind of seem stupid yeah or like if not if not stupid then just uncaring or like you know like very airheaded and i'm like yeah she just she she very much wants what's best for her kid but like does not seem to see like past the first solution the per the first like help for her kid and as soon as something that's like slightly better for her kid she just throws out the first thing which is like why, why you see moon guang get fired like immediately for her tuberculosis which is just like like they don't want to have it. They don't want to have that around the kid. Sure, but like they literally just throw this woman out on the streets uh, to just live at the, to just be at the mercy of of these loan sharks that are chasing her down. And they don't like and, ask her about it either. Like you know, th- they just are like, oh, we have to come up with like a fake reason to fire or like not fake reason. But they are just like they don't bring it up to her. They don't ask her about it. They aren't like, hey, why are you bringing this stuff around our children? That's fucked up. They're mm-hmm. like, nope, she's out of here because they trust, you know, they trust the, uh, I keep forgetting the main family's last name. The Kims. The Kims. No. Oh, the Kims. Yeah. Duh. yeah. yeah. Okay. The Kims and the Parks. But like, yep. yeah, the, they like trust the Kims. I mean, they don't know that they're the Kims. They don't know that they're uh, all related. They don't. You know, yeah, they're all posing as not, fake yeah. people, as fi- mm-hmm. like, but they still are starting to trust them, like, really fast, because they have no reason not to, kind of, like, yeah. in their mind, obviously. Like, yeah, they're lying, but, like, they're doing a good job, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think that I think that another thing that's really interesting to me about this movie is the fact that, like, there's so much violence between... The poor, but so much damage inflicted by the poor onto the poor in this movie that was suffer that suffers little to no consequence. But the first time that a rich person is harmed in this movie, which is admittedly when one of them is murdered, but still the first time that a poor person takes action against a uh, takes physical action against a rich person, it is like the entire kettle just fucking explodes. Like there is no mention of like the man who like they, we, they, there's like a flash forward for like a couple of weeks later. Uh, and there's like, just there's news everywhere about this, about the death of Mr. Park and nobody. And of course no one remembers the death of Gunsai, the man or, or the Gunsai, the man who emerged from the basement or the girl that he killed, uh, Ki Jong. Yeah, they don't care about the daughter. They don't care about Basement and, Man. They don't. Yeah, it, and granted, that's because I, I I think it's kind of because Park's murder is Park's murderer is still uncaught, but still. Yeah. Like they do so much damage. There is so much damage dealt to poor people. This movie, and the the only thing that is dealt, the only damage that is dealt to the rich is that they are. I mean, I guess whatever. They're getting fleeced, but like it's that, and then also that Mr. Park dies, and that's it. And I think that's I think that's shrimp dressing. It is interesting, and like, it's we're not you know, it's interesting, and it's interesting like why Mr. Park gets murdered because you know like, 
if you just see like that scene, you know, like obviously not within the context of the movie, it's like, oh, he got murdered after he smelled the dead person and was like, oh, he smells bad. Like, and it's like, okay, yeah. that's a weird reason to kill someone. But like, you know, obviously the rest of the movie, I don't know why I keep saying obviously. It's fucking, it's not. It's okay. Vocal ticks. Um, <laughs> he keeps talking about the smell. He keeps bringing it up. He keeps talking about, oh, they smell. Or like, oh, the driver, aka the, uh, uh, Kim Kitek smells. And it's like, oh, they all smell. And like, at first, you know, it's kind of played as like, sort of a jokey thing because it's like, oh, they all smell the same. Like the little park boy is saying they all smell the same so they're like all mm-hmm. afraid that they're gonna get caught in the act of being like uh pretending frauds. of being frauds and not being you know family but then it gets brought up later and like he opens the window and he like is very much treating it like you know this smell and like eventually when it shows uh uh Gunsei, like, is dead and smells the same, like, he does the same, like, disgusted face. It's like, oh, he's smelling with poor. Like, he's like, ooh, the poor people smell. And it's like... Yeah, and, and also the reason, the, the reason, I don't think we mentioned earlier, but the reason that uh, Mr. Park, uh, like, has to lift Gunsei's body is to fetch his car keys because his child is having a seizure, um, which, don't get me wrong, kids having seizures is bad, but also there are, like, Two dead people on your lawn now. Oh, who's having a seizure? Wait. His kid, his kid. Oh, yeah. The little one. The little kid was having a The little kid started having a seizure, I think. Okay, I thought they were just trying to... Okay, my memory is terrible. I thought they were just trying to leave because it was like, oh, there's all this murder happening. This sucks. But, but yeah, no, they're like, seizure bad, but like seizure is not as bad as dead person. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, they should have, I don't know, called an ambulance or something. Called a... F- or whatever. Called, yeah. you know. But it's like, no, we have to take care of the kid. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, he's probably alright. Uh, eh, probably. Seizures, I, I don't know. Seizures and kids. I don't know. Oh, sorry. oh, he was, that's right. He was having, I'm, I'm looking at now. He was having a seizure because he was having, um, he was like triggered by, uh, Gunsei because, um, Yes, because of that really fucking funny scene, uh, where, where the kid, uh, uh, the kid Dasong, uh, saw, was up late one night and he saw, quote unquote, a ghost with really big eyes coming out of the basement and it was just Gunsei climbing out of his whole, cl- coming out of his well to shame mankind. <laughs> uh, but he was very scared of this man, um, and it's a really funny scene that or that that sets that up. And then he sees the eyes later and is like, "Oh shit, uh, seizure time!" And it's the the whole actually the traumatic like the this like Gunsei like thing happening is kind of what made it like easier for uh kijong to be like i'm an art therapist and i'm helping and stuff because they were like oh he had a traumatic experience so he needs art therapy because he had this wild experience and a crazy man looked at him 
yeah, it's like, oh, he had a ghost, but it's like, no, no, he's, there really is someone under your house. <laughs> yeah. And just, yeah, and the, 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 when you were talking about, like, the violence against, like, poor versus poor people, kind of, um, that just, like, reminded me of, like, uh, how Moon Guang and Gunsei- what? Moon Guang. That's what that's just her name. Moon, Moon Guang. Guang. Yeah, Moon Guang and Gunsei like versus the Kim family because when uh Moon Guang like came back in to like get her husband out essentially or at least like see him or feed him. That's what it was. It was feed him. They were like gonna fucking call the cops on them. Like the yeah. Kim family were like, "Wow, why are you here?" Uh, we're gonna call the cops on you instead of like letting them stay there because it's like, well, it was almost like they fucking forgot where they came from, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like there is they they like they got a taste they got a taste they they got like a taste of the high life and like they they immediately they abandon it by the end of the movie, but there is a moment in there when they are tasting that high life, and I think. I think it kind of comes to a head when they're... I think this kind of comes to its, like... Its thematic conclusion, really. When they're all sitting around the table and just talking about... Like, just eating food, making a huge mess, and just talking about... Uh, just talking about shit. And uh, uh, the, the mother, uh, uh, Chung-Suk, uh, turns to Kitaik and is like, You are a fucking cockroach, you piece of shit. And then they, like... Then they both start laughing... And then they get a call from they get the call from Mr. Park that says, "Hey, we'll be there in five minutes." And then they just skitter, scatter like cockroaches. Like I feel like that is one. I feel like that is, if not the moment, then a moment where they just kind of get pulled back down because that's also immediately followed up by them returning to their home, which has been flooded to fuck out. Yeah. Well. Um. Yeah, actually, the the parks coming home was in the middle of like them fighting with uh, Moon Gwang. Mm-hmm. And right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought it was like <laughs> they just had to like <laughs> they just had to fucking listen to the parents having sex. Oh, that was so. The, 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 <laughs> the, so when the parks get home, the the non the the um. The the non the not the oh my god, Chung Suk is the mother and the housekeeper and everyone else has to pretend that they are not there. By which they just fucking dive under the living room table and stay there for hours. They stay there as um as as um oh my god why am I so bad with these names? The two park adults. Um, I know. Is yeah. That... Well, no, no, no. The the park adults as well as Da Song. They all come home, and Da Song is like, "I want to go set up my tent outside," and so he does that. And I'm terrified in this moment that he's going to get struck by lightning and fucking die. Yeah, yeah. Someone, I think someone else we went with thought that was going to happen too, but no. Um... Yeah, they just have to sit there, and they the the kid does that, and then the parents the the parents start just like fucking on the couch. There's that line about the the wife wearing the. The panties that they found in the car. Yeah. And this is this is when they this is when they he overhear Mr. Park remark that uh Kitai smells of of poor people. Yeah, they're like, Oh, that smell is still lingering because they're under the table. Uh, the the 
the parks don't still don't realize that but like they still like smell it and i'm Mm -hmm. like damn they're dumb as shit (laughs) like (laughs) hello you know there's like all there were like all these opportunities for them to like figure it out and they didn't Mm -hmm. they're not very they're not very wise yeah um they, but, they don't yeah, need to like, be. They're they're rich. They don't need to yeah, be. Yeah, they're fucking rich as hell. Who who give a shit? But yeah. Oh, Sarah, you gotta talk about the stuff you found. I I know it's fucking stupid. Oh but all the... yeah. Let me not to just like dredge out bad takes, but hold on. I'm gonna find the. I uh... just because it. it... I need to read a snippet from I, I was looking the day after the the day after the the day after we saw the movie. I went on Reddit. Uh, that was your first was like, mistake. Yeah, I went on reddit.com slash r slash flicks. And, uh, fucking, uh, I, I was, like, just, I, you know, r slash flicks is a pretty decent su- uh, subreddit for movie discussion. But then I was like, well, there's not a lot of people here talking about it. What if I went to r slash movies, which is, like, the general movies conversation. And here are some takes, uh, here are some takes. This is regarding the fact that Kitek murdered someone. I think it follows his character. He is a parasite, a selfish piece of shit. Even the wife earlier in the movie mocked him, saying he is just like a cockroach that runs and hides when the light comes on. In his letter, he briefly mentions his son's injuries and his daughter's death, then pretends to talk about him and his struggles and how he is dealing with them. Someone responds, that's a great detail for rewatches, and he selfishly took Park's life instead of taking care of his family and grieving with them. Instead, he murdered somebody and proceeds to mooch off the house for eternity. Yeah, like, okay, so... How 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 many levels of not getting this movie are you on? But, like, the, when that happened, I was, like, when I read that, like, because you, you sent it, and, like, I was like, man, so many people are gonna, like, read into that. Because, no, the the, the Kims aren't nice people, but they're still, like... Like, you can still see, like, oh, yeah, they're the protagonists. Like, they're still, like, the people... They, they kind of can't be nice people because of, like, how they live. And it's, like, they're not... Cockro- it's, 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 like, the, the person writing that thing is, like, someone from the Park family. Someone who's, like, just didn't fucking, like, get it. Like, you know? Because if... You know, if the Parks, like, knew the Kims were doing all this, they would call them parasites. Like, they would be like, oh, you're just poor people trying to fucking get my money or whatever. Yeah. But I think, I think if, I'm curious to watch this movie back and see how much time you spend watching the Kims do work on screen versus how much you see the Parks doing any work on screen. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what the... I don't... I'm, I'm, like, genuinely racking my brain to think of, like, the smallest things that the parks do that might be considered, like, work or anything, and... Does the mom work? No. And, like, Mr. Park, like, is, like, in a meeting when we first meet him, but, like, that's just him being CEO. Yeah, he just was in a... Yeah, he was, like, in a meeting when... Like, because... Kitak was gonna be the fucking driver and but like we see him working all the time we see him working as a driver we see the um we yeah like i, I 
even when even when Kiwu is like you know having the weird like relationship with the daughter that he's teaching like he's still teaching her yeah like <laughs> like they're all like yeah they're they're all still like do like maybe maybe you maybe you make an exception for for Kijong like she it's hard to t- it's based because of how much bullshitting she's doing you might question if that's like working but she's still like spending time with the kid and helping the kid and like all of that stuff like and she's still like put in the work like she's still fucking a genius like she did the her brain is still fucking massive her brain is massive no but she i just i i'm just like remembering her making the like the photoshop like yes thing she's like yep i went to school and then the dad's like, "Are there any jobs in forgery?" Yeah. Um, I am running out of things to say about the movie. Uh. At least with the at least with it so far, like so far, like if if this was more recent, I I kind of wish I'd had a chance to sit down and get my thoughts on paper on this movie earlier, but that's not really anyone's fault. Um, but I, yeah. I mean, it's a good fucking movie. I guess I can like. It's just like What's a up? very uh, uh, no. I, I'm just like trying to think of like I was gonna say like something else about it because it's it's like very, it's a very interesting like, very class conscious movie. But um, and it's very interesting that at the end, uh. You know, there the letter between uh, uh, Kitek and uh, Kiwu were Kiwu is like writing a letter to his dad because he's currently living underneath the mansion because he's trying mm-hmm. to avoid being caught as a murderer, and mm. um, the whole like letter exchange between them. It's inter- he's he's like hey I'm going to try to do a thing cuz he knows his dad is underneath because he saw like the Morse code flickering and he's going to he said like I'm going to try to get a degree and get the mansion and get all the money and like um and it was like, at first it was like, oh, you know, he's trying to get all this money. It seems kind of like this, not, not, betrayal's not the right word, but like this, like, oh, he's trying to lift himself up by the bootstraps or whatever. And it seems uh-huh. like, and I didn't think that like when I was watching the movie, I was actually like, I teared up during that. I was like, oh he's gonna save his dad but uh, <laughs> uh because i'm big baby but um like we later all baby but later i was like oh wait that kind of you know if it had just ended with like him getting the mansion it would have been like oh that's kind of a betrayal but like no it was just like it, it actually ends with it going back to him writing the letter and it could have been either 
Like, you could see that, like, oh, that did happen in the future. Or it could be, like, oh, he's imagining that happening. Yeah. And I just, I thought that was an interesting way of ending it. Like, you know, did that happen? Did it not? I don't know. I don't think it did, in my onion. Um, yeah, I... I think, I think, I think it's more powerful if he... It's definitely a sadder ending, but I think it's more powerful if he doesn't. Like, in my mind, like, this... In my mind, like, Kiwu is not able to break that cycle. Like, he is... I think it's more realistic, unfortunately, that he probably doesn't. Like, I think, like, he could, like, in theory, go get into school. Because, like, at the beginning of the movie, he's been, like, trying to get into school. Yeah. Um, And his brain is very big. And his brain is very large. Even though he's a big, goofy nerd. But, um... Yeah. Well, his brain might not be that big after he got fucking cartoon sound effect clonked on the head by a uh, a cool rock yeah that was rough i was like oh man he's dead and then it, he wasn't but i, I was I like was he's... genuinely shocked he wasn't dead i was like he's fucking dead dude uh that's what, like i i i feel like i said that during the movie but like to myself just like oh he's dead dude damn yeah but uh, um and the, the big rock that has been following him everywhere Mm-hmm. The rock symbol. <laughs> what does the rock symbolize? The symbolic rock. Well, it, the rock was kind of like... To, to clarify, in, in the beginning of the movie, uh, uh, Kiwu's friend who starts this entire thing off uh, gives Kiwu a, a, like, a rock, basically. Like a rock on a little stand. And it's a cool rock. And I don't know what it represents. Oh, it's supposed to... And, and like, the friend said that it, it's supposed to bring, uh, like, fortune and luck and stuff. Um, except, so it's like, oh, okay, so you could... Right, 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 right. right. I, got, I think I got that, but I meant more, like, the... Like, what, is it, what does it mean thematically? Because I don't think that... I don't think the... I, you know, I've been told that sometimes the curtains are just fucking blue, but I don't think that's the case here. No, probably not. I mean... I, you know, it's you could see it that way. I mean, if you like, if you think about it that way at first or whatever, it's like, oh man, that's not giving enough credit to the Kims being like clever assholes. <laughs> uh-huh. I am like, no, no, it was definitely them. Like, it wasn't like magic. Like, they got their jobs for, because of the rock. But I do think it was... Yeah, they got their jobs because of The Rock, and then also Kiwu probably, like, suffered, like, prolonged damage to his brain. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It was like, no, The Rock actually came back and bit him in the ass. Or the head, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Don't you hate it when you get bitten in the head and die? And almost die, yeah. Almost die. Almost die. But, yeah. I did, like... if I was, like, creating the ending, like, if I was, like, writing, I, I, I loved the, it's, it's wild. I was, like, thinking after the movie, I was like, man, I liked that movie so much, but it just finished in such a good way that I don't want to, like, try to look up any, like, fic or anything about it. But anyway, like, if, you know, if you were, like, writing, like, a fucking ending to Parasite and or whatever, you could be, like... I like the idea that Kiwu still ends up going to school, but does not get fucking rich or whatever. Or does no, not get yeah. the money to get his dad out of there. I think his yeah. dad is just fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, do you have anything else you, you'd like to say about this movie before we bring it to the close? 
No, I mean, I think that's it. Like, I think, okay. you know, there could I've got, be... I've got, I've got one more thing to say about this movie that I thought was pretty cool, which is that uh, you do not see the... I, I'm pretty sure that every single time that the, the Kims, like, begin... Like, every single time the Kims put on a show and pretend to be, you know, the, like, servants, they are walking uphill. And then every single time they are returning to their regular lives the shitty parts they are seen walking downhill in some capacity that just goes with the whole like dude living in the basement and them living in a small semi-basement apartment like them just being lower yep 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 yep. like that just all fits together i would not if i had only seen like since i've only seen the movie once i would not have like registered that i didn't either i found that one on reddit yeah but anyways, so we are going to go ahead and bring it to ratings. Oh. That's our that's our stinger. Oh, jeez. For ratings. I don't know how it's, to rate things. <laughs> uh, on a scale of 0 to 5 uh, rocks that it would be fucked up to kill a guy on the moon with, how many rocks would that it would be fucked up to kill a guy on the moon with do you give this movie? Because uh, I'm just going full guns blazing five stars. This is like the best movie I've seen this year. It's, this movie is like in contention for the best movie I've seen this year because I also saw The Lighthouse literally right before I watched this movie. Yeah, so it's the same damn day. Yeah, I did I, I did movies. But um, yeah, this is a five. Like this is, this is in contention. This is in contention for my favorite movie of the decade. Of the decade? Damn. Yeah, like I've got, I mean, there's some good movies in there. I can't lie. Like, there's the Duke of Burgundy is in there. Spider Verse is in there. Some other movies I'm certainly forgetting are in there. Coherence is in there. I'm like tempted to also give it a five. I think the only reason I would, you know, like the I think the lowest I would give it is like a four point five. So still fucking ridiculously high. I think like the only reason I would take half of is like. Uh, there is something, oh, I mean, it's not, I don't know if it's even a complaint, but more just like, I want to know what happened to the driver, (laughs) but no, I feel like maybe that, I don't think that's fair to take that off for that or the friend, but like, I think, I think I'm going to say five also actually, which is surprising because I'm very much someone who hedges my bets but like i just really fucking loved this movie yeah it was a good fucking movie uh we have question we have question i didn't this question from hold on this question from stephanie age of oddish on twitter wants to know hey gamers if you were going to trick a rich idiot into letting you work for them what would your job be Personally, I'd love to be a shitty science advisor to a rich techie idiot like Elon Musk so that I could ruin his business. My answer to this is that I would love to be like, I, I would love to like con my way into being like the graphic, into like the graphic designer for someone's personal brand and just like make things like graphic design is my passion level <laughs> shit for them. And like, but like convince them that it's like a new wave art thing. Uh, I don't know. I mean,. What if I, like, maybe I could, like, trick someone into thinking, uh, what if I, like, trick them into being, like, some, like, 
I want to make my way to being J.K. Rowling's editor and like edit <laughs> her fucking yeah. Because I was oh, like, oh, I just peaked my audio awfully. That's gonna sound like shit. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to like do something with writing to like trick some shitty person. But I'm like, wait, who's the richest author I know? J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Joko Rowling. But yeah, so I want to do that and then like i want to get her to trust me enough that like i can just edit her shit to be saying like poo poo poopy <laughs> i don't know i mean hey did you read a cursed child might as well be that but um waka waka or like if i edit it so much that it's actually my own writing and like my own writing gets published well yeah but then like but then jk rowling would be getting credit for like good authorship true Damn. And we can't have that. Like, if, if J.K. Rowling's writing quality went up, I think that would be more suspicious than if it went down. Damn. Like, I think J.K. Rowling publishing a compelling manuscript in this day and age would be genuinely more surprising than her putting out a fucking... A, a, a fucking uh, a manuscript that just reads pee pee poop 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 pee 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 pee. No, no, no. What a- actually, like, in- I'll submit, a ma- a, like, for my writing that I already have because I could just... Uh, put my uh Yu-Gi-Oh fanfic from Pot of Greed as control her plus, control plus F Duke Devlin replaced with Mark. God. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Mark? I don't know, just some name that's not Duke Devlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just make JK Rowling into a Yu-Gi-Oh fanfic writer. Hell yeah. Um, now we're gonna move into recommendations. Morg, what the fuck is up, gamer? Uh, I don't know. Recommend. What is a thing you have watched or read or played or ate or did recently that you enjoyed a great deal? Hmm. I can give you, I can go first if you need some time. Yeah. Alright. My recommendation this week is definitely gonna be uh it's gonna be resident evil 2 which is a game that i bought recently and it is scary as fuck and i can't play it for more than like 20 minutes at a time right now because it's that it's that scary for me uh and i love it it's really fucking good my only exposure to resident evil has been i played re4 and that's it i watched a let's play of re7 but that's much later so it's really cool to go back to like an earlier entry in this franchise and it's also it's just really fucking good it's cool that it's so scary, even though it's so, like, early in the franchise. Well, it's a remake. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But still, like, the fact that they, it's like, oh, well, they nailed it, like, the second time. Um, uh, I'll just, I mean, I I think I recommended this somewhere else, but, like, whatever, it wasn't on Fear Baiting. Um, I've been, so I've been writing... Uh, for Nano Rimo because I hate myself, but like I've been, uh, I've been getting a lot of ideas by uh, playing this game called Spindle Wheel. It's it's um, it's a free like card game based RPG kind of tabletop RPG sort of thing. Like it's kind of in that genre of games. Um, it's like one to like five players, so you can play it by yourself, but you can play with other people too and it's just like a cool interpretive game it's like you're kind of interpreting uh like 
they're like tarot-like cards, and um, it's super cool, and it's in beta right now, so like there's just like free cards that you could print out, and uh, it's the the creator is like really receptive too. If you're like having trouble with like roll twenty, like I was, because I was trying to play it online, and uh-huh. um, it's just like really like interesting to like spark ideas because like all the cards kind of have like things on them like and there's two sides to them and depending on which way you flip it they like mean different things and you do like spreads and i feel like i'm i feel so cool because i'm like oh man i'm like one of those tarot people that like fucking except it's for my characters instead of me trying to do tarot reading for actual people it's for shit i'm writing instead Hell yeah, that rules. Yeah. Um, alright, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Fear Baiting. Morg, thank you so much for being on. Hell yeah, thanks for having me. Where can people find you if they would so if they are so inclined? Um, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr, I guess, but I use Twitter a lot more, uh, at Haunting the Morg. Uh Haunting it the and the how they sound, and then Morg is M O R G. Um yeah, and I'll probably at some point be tweeting about stuff I'm going to be doing in the future, like maybe an American Horror Story podcast. So you might catch me on a podcast in the future of my own making. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, if you want to find us elsewhere, we are Fear Baiting on Twitter and also uh, at Gmail and also on Patreon if you'd like to support the podcast. One buck a month is sometimes early access, uh, but most of the time just a tip jar. Ten, uh, five bucks a month gets you a message read on the podcast and also your name read on at the end of the show. Uh, Ten bucks a month gets you all that shit and also you can make us watch a movie of your choosing. Please, someone demand that we watch some garbage. Uh, and thank you very much. Uh, so, without further ado, thank you very much to Kit Spindler, Ducky Aisha, Paul Moran, Michael Kaiser, and Paul Bechtel. Thank you so much for your love. We have no choice but to stand. Uh, if you want to find me elsewhere, I am on Twitter at SunHatGenia, and you can also listen to me on the other podcast I do on the wonderful NoiseSpace.xyz network. Thank you, Matt GameCube, for it. Um, check me out. On Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, I just recorded an episode yesterday, and it's going to be pretty, well, it's going to be out a couple of, anyways, go listen to the most recent episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Also, uh, it's a leftism podcast for people, for a lot of people. There's a lot of people on the podcast, it's for, there's a big, not a threat, just a fact. Not a threat, just a fact. It's a big podcast. It's a good podcast. It's Um, good. I listen to it. Trust me. Thank you. Uh, you can also listen to the Wonder Yerks, which is the Animorphs podcast I do with friend of the pod, uh, frequent editor of the pod, Blair, and also uh, Seda, who so graciously provided our intro and outro music. Thank you very much, Seda. Um, I kind of went out of order, but I think that's everything. Um, yeah. So I guess until next week. Uh, oh, wait, wait, I wanted to mention a um, bit of a programming note. This show is going to be taking a hiatus i guess in question marks uh after i'm gonna finish this slew of guests in november and then december and january will be not no schedule i i might still i still have a couple of things planned i have a couple of friends who want to come on but i don't want to stick myself to a schedule for a little while i could use a break honestly um so 
I mean, it makes sense. That's like holiday Yeah, time. so there will be a couple episodes in that gap, but I, uh, you know, uh, we will not be regularly scheduled. And so I just wanted to let everyone know. Uh, of course, the Patreon will be paused and everything, so you won't be getting charged for that. Um, but yeah, uh, so until next week, I'm Sarah. I'm Morg. And remember... You can put a fucked up guy anywhere! Good night, everyone. Let's <laughs> go.